so James, how can a how can a finance team help to support a nonprofit while they're scaling? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> with a lot of work. Uh, typically, when a company starts to scale, um, the the you know th- things start to go into overdrive, and and the the nonprofit is going to start looking at at seven figure donations or eight figures, um, which means that you need to have everything working very smoothly, um, and. Once you get to that level, the issue of restricted donations comes in. And so you need to be able to track those, track the expenses, track um, track all the credit card receipts, the time tracking that gets allocated to those projects, uh, and have very tight reporting. Um, that is typically not, not an easy thing to do, and it takes time to set up properly. Um, you know, once you're scaling... You're, you hopefully you've you've already gone through at least a couple of audits, um, and um, there's been you you have a good auditor who has helped you clean things up um, and has tightened internal controls, but continued um, uh, and con- continued tightness is essential to dual approvals. Um, you know, making sure that all the reporting gets approved, the wiring, the treasury function. Um, it's ve- it's it's very much like a for profit. But I feel like the the governance, the, the complexity of the governance starts much earlier on. Um, there will be multiple committees at the board level, um, and the finance team will also be reporting to a finance and, and maybe also an audit committee that's separated out, and then to the board as well. So there, there'll be multiple committees that that, uh, that you'll be you'll you'll be talking to, and sometimes also the compensation committee. So that's three committees plus the board. Um, so things get a lot more complex. Um, and and uh, that that's why also the internal hiring needs to needs to be developed. So so you're starting to look at bringing a lot of um, a lot of uh, uh, intellectual property in house. So you're not you're probably not outsourcing the accounting anymore. You'll have accountants in house. You'll probably be looking to hire, hire an analyst as well, uh, because there is just so much analytical work. And then the last pe- person who'll be hired would be a full-time CFO, and that can happen um, at some point during the scaling or um, towards the, the the point where you you see you see government adoption or rep- country replication, uh, where the amount of work that the CFO has to do and the amount of um, Coaching and mentoring of the staff in in different countries just just becomes too much for the hours that the that the outsourced CFO has available to work. And so so once you get to, you know, it really depends. Maybe it's seventy hours, eighty hours a month. Um, it it you know it's time to hire a full time person. And so there is this gradual transition um, uh, during the whole scaling towards. You know, with with nonprofits, it's not not really an exit, uh, but it can be an exit for 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 the founder. It can be an exit for uh, some of the donors, where there, there is there is, I guess, donor churn because you're going to bigger bigger donors, or some donors will only stay on for three, five, seven years, and then and then they'll say, "Great, now we're going to go back and 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 invest in other stuff." You know, nonprofit startups. So there, there's definitely this progression with nonprofits as well. Thanks, James. Great advice as always. Um, obviously, they can get in touch at the usual places. Do you want to tell them where? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, my email, james at vanrusselventures.com. Uh, the website is also a contact page. Social media, uh, we're very active there. Uh, we will read your comments uh, if you need to get a hold of us. Uh, maybe that's the easiest way to ping us. Um, but yeah, please reach out. We're always available.